This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Native American people share a similar folklore to those of the Irish. Both believe in an over and underworld, and while the Irish believe the overworld is populated by mortal men and the under populated by the Tuatadonan, the immortals. The Native Americans believe that the underworld is populated by a giant underwater panther and great horned serpent and the overworld protected by the Thunderbird. Today on Sexy Beasts, we're talking about that Thunderbird and here we go. Oh, you got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness Monster? Or are you Bigfoot, Cryptid, Supernatural Vampires, Banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness Monster pussy? Bay, bay, sexy beasts. Hello there, welcome to Sexy Beasts. This is your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Each podcast is devoted to a specific creature, cryptid, or monster. We discuss its history, its merits, and using our patented FEC FEC analysis, we rate and review the beasts against other creatures in our premier crypt so that we end up with a very sexy stacked total leaderboard. You could also consider us the audio version of Cryptid Top Trumps. And be sure to listen all the way to the end because we always like to close out a show with Freak Encounters, giving you the opportunity to send in your submitted stories where you came in contact with some kind of weird thing. Uh, I am Tony Cantwell, a.k.a. Trevor, in the upcoming Trial of the Centuries musical in uh, the Project Arts. Do check that out. It starts on the September 17th. Uh, and my co-host, as always, hey, if hey. these walls could... T- no, shut up for a second. <laughs> Give me a second. My co-host, as always, if these walls could talk and they had legs and arms, they'd be called Mark Jago. So what I'm saying there, Mark, is you are a wall. You may now speak. Oh, hey, Tony. Glad to be here today. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for the introduction. I also want to say a huge thank you to... Our sponsors, Penguin Clothing. <laughs> and here you go. Get this, guys. If you send us anything, we will sponsor the show. We are shameless. Send us anything. Send us a fiver in an envelope and uh, we'll call out your name and say anything you want. Piece of piss. So we previously had sponsors of BookFast. Mm-hmm. We previously uh, sponsors now Penguin Clothing. Uh, fuck you, The Meg, who didn't want to sponsor us. Yeah, didn't write back uh, to our email. Interesting, interesting. Do you know what? They did write back. They wrote back with this weird jumbled email saying you have whatever the email address wrong didn't send. Oh, Fuck, Fuck those guys. Damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? This Postmaster been... didn't find it or something like that. Asshole. 404. I think we should hold out for the uh, the DVD release of the Meg and then do mm. the Megalodon. 
Um, oh, we should yeah, exactly yeah have mm. that as like a release. Also, fantastic, fantastic beasts and where to find them. Fantastic beasts would be good. Maybe we could do the Griffin. Yeah, uh, and Ooh, maybe fuck, yeah. coming up uh, with Godzilla, King of Monsters. We could do the King himself. So if anyone's Elvis. listening from <laughs> King of Monsters, <laughs> that tickled me. That one. <laughs> do you know what I realized recently, Mark Jago? When I listen back to the podcast, and I, and I do, I listen back to everyone. Uh, I love to laugh at my own jokes, so I'm gonna try and. I'm going to try and rein it in a Wait, little bit. Wait, but like, isn't that the whole point of jokes? There's, yeah. There is something real nervous about uh, when someone laughs at their own joke. Like, they're unsure of what they're saying. For me, I never laugh at my own jokes because I know that what I'm saying is comedy gold constantly. <laughs> so, you know. You're like uh, Angus Deaton in Whose Line Is... Or no, uh, Have I Got News For You. He never laughs at his own jokes. Famously. Anyway, Jago, we're talking about the thunder, 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 thunderbird. Yeah, I'm talking about the thunderbird. I actually like this one. Yeah, I like it. Don't because, want to reveal too much in the cool, but ex- I like exactly. it. Because, like, it's a bit of a weird straddler. It, like, mm. has one foot in the mythological, like, the uh, Native American Algonquins and stuff, and it has one foot in the cryptological, mm-hmm. which is fucking my peanut butter jelly sandwich of animals. It, it is one of my faves as well. Mm. Um, you know, this is one, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, is it folklore? But also, you've, you've seen it, you know, I like... And you know you only you only get that with old cultures with is old jelly jam heritage in peanut butter and jelly. Okay. What is peanut in peanut butter and jelly? Is it jam? It's jam, but it's like that um, that more higher sugar concentrated. Oh, like the fructose stuff. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? Doesn't matter. Anyway, you're at a party. <laughs> you're at a party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hanging out with some absolute Native American bays, right? And uh, I walk up to her. I'm like, "Hi, girl. Hi, girl. Hi." Oh, hello. Uh, thank you for coming to my party. And have you heard about the Thunderbird? Uh, the puppets. Haha. <laughs> I love those uh, puppets. I love Stingray. Did you ever see Stingray as well? Yeah, I love Stingray. I love Stingray. Stingray. And what was it? Scarlet. Sorry, anyway. The Thunderbird I was referring to, which... The Thunderbird Brothers. The Thunderbird I was referring to is... But you probably should know because it is part of your culture. But just to inform you anyway. Oh, here is another white man telling me I should know my own business. Oh, fuck! I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> but this a 92 foot long what? body of an alligator, wingspan of 160 feet, eight foot head with razor sharp teeth. Have you heard of this? Where Ooh. is it? Tell me where he is. <laughs> I don't know. I have to leave now. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, on a horse, horseback uh, for some reason. Yeah, it's those horses at the party yeah. for some reason. Um, that's much bigger than I thought it was when I did my research. I so but I'm all over yours is right because that's bigger. Yeah. Oh, so basically the thing I read was this. It was actually in a paper, and people thought that it was. Um, uh, they thought it was something was crashing from the sky. They thought it was some sort of meteor or anything because like Jesus. a big um, shadow went above them. But the description was ninety foot, ninety two feet long, mm. eight foot head. Razor sharp teeth. It's 160 foot um, wingspan. Its wings were uh, leathery and almost translucent. Pterosaur. Yeah, that's. I don't want to go into it, but well, also, but the saying. size, the size is crazy. Yeah. Um. I heard there was one. I watched a YouTube video and it said this is the sort of thing that could just leap down and grab a blue whale like it were a fish, which is too big. Which is <laughs> mentally. That hard. is too big. I think that Thunderbird actually Thunderbird uh, has a lot of classifications like if it's a biggish bird it's going to be called a Thunderbird as well Mm. but I think this is like the fucking alpha 
Thunderbird. Thunderbird. So say the yellow fella from Sesame Street. Yeah, he, is that, a Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. This is brilliant. Um, and 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 why why are they called the Thunderbird? Um, because they were they're, they're linked to uh, Native American mythology. Uh, so as you said in the uh, or sorry as David said David yeah in the opening that the under under the ground like the underworld there's a panther a water based panther I think yeah I'm all over that underworld whatever's yeah. kicking off <laughs> yeah. under there I saw underwater panther and I could hear your boner hitting their your your desk <laughs> straight away <laughs> I was actually my boner again yeah um, and then the overworld is protected by this um, uh, benevolent. Thunderbird, which Zapdos, motherfucker, literally carries storms and lightning wherever it goes. It's each wing beat creates a hailstorm. Like imagine that, unreal. Yeah, that that gets my back sweating. I mean, I'm fanboying a little bit, but there's and and the thing is, they're um they're in all. Uh, well, actually, you know, we're, we're kind of well, we can go into this and in, in, into into evidence. Will we break it down? Are we going to find? Yeah, let's break it down. Okay, break it down with a bit of can this mo- can this ninety foot bird. Uh, control controls elements. Fight. Hmm. Uh, fighting. Okay. Specs alone dictate that this bird can fuck you up. This bird can fuck you up. There was even this is kind of veering on evidence, but re- even if this is even if this is veering on the kind of more realistic giant bird scale. Mm. Okay. Even if now we can talk about it in the kind of big scale. You know. There was uh, a skull found in actually like, 1926, and it was originally thought it was like a, a you know fucking caveman or whatever, yeah. uh, but like a three year old child, and it looked like almost like an eagle had attacked this thing. Eighty years later, they 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 said it was no way of any eagle in history could have done that, and it said it looked more like a kind of raptor attack, Jesus. raptor talons. Yeah. So even if it was just a bird. You know, grabbing, snatching up kids. It's fucking, you know, it's a Climbing in your windows. Yeah. Fla- flapping outside your windows. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, sheer size alone. Um, vicious temperament. I think this this is up there. Like, drop it. Dubber coup. Oh, God. Fucked. Uh, Banshee. Um, possibly, possibly fucked. Pop- uh, Kraken, I think, could give it a good go. If it adapts its uh, lightning powers, fucking Kraken's fucked. If this, if we're to believe the myth, and this is the protector and can attack underwater, like this can attack the underwater panther, you know, can attack the underwater squid as well? We're in trouble. But let's, should we, I think... We're We're gone more into the mythological side of things, like saying it's this big, but let's, there's some attacks here I have. Um, So in 1913, a farmer reported in his, uh, in Arizona, I think it is, reported that his cattle had been picked up and he found them all dead, and they were all been dropped from a great height, at least uh, 500 feet in the air they were dropped. Jesus. And they all been crushed to death, but like that. So he claims it was a thunderbird. He obviously didn't have any sight, and he didn't, or he's not blind. He didn't have any sightings <laughs> of the creature, um, but he claims it was a thunderbird. Fuck me. And in 1977, a large bird tried to carry off a child. I read this. Yeah, and... So- but the, the the aftermath was a bit bad though, because the whole family got shunned and ridiculed for ages because they reported it, and they had to leave the town. <laughs> Why? Because they were they like wouldn't get served in shops or anything like that. They were like, "There's a crazy family with the bird." Because they've been tainted. Tainted by the. They carry the mark of the Thunderbird. Yeah, uh, I remember that. So, nine p.m., a group of three boys were at play in a residential uh, 
backyard. Two large birds approached and chased the boys. Two escaped unharmed. The third boy, 10-year-old Marlon Lowe, wasn't so lucky. One of the birds reportedly clamped his shoulders with the claws, then lifted Lowe about two feet off the ground, carrying him some distance, about 30 feet, I'd read another another thing. Uh, He fought against the bird and then eventually released him. Yeah. That must have been a low point in his life. 30 feet, anyway. So, (laughs) yeah, but he wasn't seriously hurt or anything like that. No. But... Picking the little boy up, it does sort of fuck up the whole 92 feet long. That's in a different side of things. But also, yeah. I mean, in terms of in terms of the powers, thunder, lightning. Mm. I mean, imagine even just a thunder clap. Well, it's the same thing. Thunder, lightning is the same thing. But even yeah. just the sound of fucking lightning right beside you. Deafening. Deafening. You've got that. Yeah. You've got fucking blindness by lightning. You've also got the lightning bolt hitting you. You've also got the power of rainstorms and these giant talons. It's it's a It's a... Recipe for disaster. Let's play devil's advocate for a second, though. Okay. Is there any way this thing isn't class at fighting? Um, if it is, there's a thing where if there's no, if a human being sees something and there's no reference point to it, so say like a large open plane, like where this is supposed to be seen, because mm-hmm. um, it has no nothing to reference it, the human brain will automatically make assumptions to it. So a lot of people are always like, oh, that's a, that's a fucking... 20 foot long, even though it was a normal sized bird, but there was no reference point to it. Right. So if you see something flying in the sky and there's nothing in your peripheral vision to say, okay, it's it's a bit, that mountain is that far away, yada, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, you'll automatically extrapolate the the decisions from it. So no perspective. This thing could, in fact, in the theater of screams, only be about two foot tall. Yeah, it's a pigeon. (laughs) A a pigeon with a battery on its back. (laughs) Well, I. Ow! <laughs> oh fuck! Do you ever look at the end of a battery? No, because that was always the thing you don't do. And you know me, I always oh. behave. <laughs> do you like um, Austin Powers too? Yeah, I love nineties niece references. <laughs> love it. Um, I like gold. I like gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's difficult to. Okay, well look, the thing is, uh, have you been able to? I couldn't find any weakness for this thing. Yeah, no, I. There has been... The only uh, weakness is that it might not exist. <laughs> exactly. It's non, <laughs> non-tangibility. Yeah. Um, but there was apparently uh, a bird that was shot down. Now, our old friend, Ivan T. Sanderson... Yes. ...apparently has a picture of him beside um, the Thunderbird. Now, the crypto, famous cryptozoologist, Ivan T. Sanderson. What? Ep- oh, that's that's one of our... Uh, vault episodes that no one's ever heard of before. Oh wow! Don't mention the crypto. I won't remember uh, mention the crypto. I don't remember the crypto anyway. Um, but yeah, so apparently he had a picture of him beside uh, a thunderbird that was brought down. He had it on a, like a camera shot mm-hmm. picture, and he handed it to an acquaintance. The acquaintance lost it. Idiot! Idiot! Now this is back in 1916 or whatever. So, but like, or 19. I read ni- 1960. I think 1960. Yeah, sorry, my handwriting's yeah. gross. After he loaned it to an acquaintance in the 60s, asshole. But there are there are reports of people forming like posses to try and shoot the creature down and stuff like that. Well, let's go into that when we get into our evidence. Evidence, yeah. But maybe look, we can probably just close this one off. Um, I give it. What do you give it, man? <laughs> um, I gave it a fighting of nine. Nine, spot on, my bro. Yes. Okay, so we have nine on that. Nine on that. We're gonna jump into evidence. Evidence. Don't be making those little crass hand signals at me. What? 
I'm telling you to wrap it up. No, no. When we get when we get a webcam in here, people are going to see how much you fucking. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's why we're not getting a webcam in here because most of our viewers don't know I have my top off the whole time we're doing yeah, this, and they don't need to see how much we sweat, how much I lactate. <laughs> um, speaking of lactate, evidence. Does lactation even happen? Yes. Yeah. Um, evidence on this. Okay, it's spotty at best. I give yeah. it that. Yeah. I mean, dense. Yeah, uh, but spotty. No, but it's usually like uh, so. Someone describes something that attacked them, and then at the end is like, "Was it a thunderbird?" Like always a question yeah. mark. To especially given like most of the, well, a lot, of, a lot of the sightings, and uh, particularly a lot of the attacks, come with descriptions that kind of that that kind of undo, you know, yeah. that, that 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 kind of make it think. All right, well, there is actually something that's like that. But in terms of folklore, we mentioned some of the. Um, I mean, th- this is the stuff that 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 interests me a lot. When you have different, varying uh, tribes or uh, you know groups of people who all kind of go by a similar kind of mm. idea, you know, they're completely different, race completely different, but they all kind of share similar myths, yeah, uh, independent of each other. So, in Algonquin mythology, you have the Thunderbird. This is where they, the Algonquin in particular, uh, that's when they have this, you know, Thunderbird controls the kind of upper world. And then, you know, the underworld is the underwater panther, the great horned serpent. Then you have the Menominee of northern Wisconsin. And they t- also have the Thunderbird. And they tell this great mountain that floats in the sky. And this is where the Thunderbird controls the rain and the hail. Uh, and also delights in seeing fighting and the deeds and deeds of greatness. Um, then you have the Albui, uh, who think that the Thunderbird was created for the purpose of fighting underwater spirits. And also punishes humans who break moral rules, so it's kind of used a bit of a moral, moral, moral compass, guidance. yeah. Uh, and then the Winnebago, who I didn't realize, I didn't realize Winnebago had been a culturally appropriated oh, stolen shit, word. Really? From uh, but Winnebago tradition states that a man who has a vision of a thunderbird during stol- a solitary fast will become a war chief. Whoa! Very cool. Um, but all independently, they have their I- illustrations, completely different language, completely different uh, drawing style of this thunderbird. If you were having a solitary fast. And you didn't see it on the bird. Could you just be like, "Oh God, I saw it on the bird, lads. I got the rare." And then it'd be like, "Yeah, what it look like?" And then no one would have seen one. Be like, yeah. "Oh, just the thunderbird and stuff." I would definitely imagine if oh, I had a solitary fast, probably see like a little harmless cat. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Oh my God, you're gonna be fucking the new chief of the chief WhatsApp of the group. toilets. <laughs> <laughs> you have to clean the toilets constantly. Um, evidence, as I said, spotty at best. Mm. Um, what it does boil down to is there's been large bird attacks. Uh, now, some of them, are, their explanations are pretty... Because like, condors are huge Yes. in regards to that. And people, during times of panic, will actually just extra- mm-hmm. um, extrapolate things or, like, extravagant... What's the word I'm looking for? Extravaganize. Extravaganize. They will extravaganize... Yeah. Uh, put that in the dictionary now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, elements of what they see. Exaggerate. Exaggerate. That's exactly what I was going for. They'll exaggerate elements of what they see or stuff like that. Um, now, there are a few... Uh, in, like, 1940, uh, a couple of people were, were going across a large plane, and they thought they saw the shadow of a large plane <gasps> above them. Uh, and they uh, at first they thought it was a plane, so they looked up, and it was like, oh, why is a plane doing over here? There's no airports around. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. And apparently the plane flapped its wings. Uh, what? One solitary flap in the whole time they saw it, and the whole time it passed above them. It sounds like a mad plane, but what's it got to do with the oh. Thunderbird? Yeah, so they claimed it was a Thunderbird. They went back again, was like, terrible. This is like, no one believes you, you're crazy. You're out in the, the middle of the desert, you're crazy. The St. Louis mayor, St. Louis mayor, 
actually put a bounty on the head of a thunderbird. Jesus. 10 grand if you could prove its existence. And could they? Uh, one person said he could, but then by the time they got to his, uh, his ranch, uh, all evidence of it was somehow mysteriously stolen. No, by that fucking MRBs, the probably. MRB, yeah. So I'd also read that it's a similar sightings around the same time. Um, so this was, yeah, the St. Louis, St. Louis mayor, uh, Alois P. Kaufman, and mm-hmm. put, a, put a thing on. But the mayor actually uh, set up a trap to catch one, um, and then they found blue heron tracks discovered, and then they considered the mystery Solved. resolved. Blue, so blue herons are t- like, they're not tiny birds, but they're not. I mean, they've got a very pronounced wingspan. Yeah, so maybe someone was like... Thick wings, not like a stupid albatross. Like People say, like, oh, albatross got the biggest wingspan. And yeah, it does, but thin as fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like just a piece real... Of shit. It's like when someone cuts you a piece, slice of bread and it's really thin, you're like, oh. So you know we recently did the... My, <laughs> the you know we recently did the... Um, yeah, I hate that. I love to tell you a good, good spot. Fucking uh, news cafe in Black Rock. Big fucking thick doorstep. BLTs. Send us some sandwiches there, News... <laughs> News Cafe, please send us some sandwiches. This and you could sponsor an episode. Sponsored. Um, but you know, we, we did the My Internet Diary uh, podcast, yeah. Jordan Daniels podcast. Uh, I would say that most of my uh, my Google searches recently have been uh, the words flightless birds when they could fly. I've been Googling that nonstop for really? the last two days. I want to see what was the ostrich like when it could fly? Was it really that big? Hmm. You know, when did it? When, when was the cutoff point when it evolved to the point it couldn't fly? Yeah, when you know, it started like big fucking emus and, and all that. You know, that's uh, you bring up that there. So a lot of people saying it's got it's another uh, one of those uh, an ancient creature that somehow survived mm. our views or whatever the whole thing. So it's just hidden somewhere in the canyons and the rocks, the rivers and the lakes it's used to. Um, <laughs> it, another thing is its cultural memory from. The, we've talked about this before where mm-hmm. a tribe are so long and so existence that they remember back the, the prehistoric days when these creatures actually did roam the air and just talking about it like it happened yesterday and when you talked about the um, that kind of the, the crocodile alligator face mm. um, so this was a sighting as well in 1890 uh, in Arizona two cowboys killed this winged winged monster uh, and is said to resemble an alligator this is the 90, 92 feet yeah. in length 8 foot long and um, and then uh, with apparently immense pair of wings, thick and transparent, as you said, uh, 160 feet. And then this is the this is a famous photo that a lot of people say that they've seen. Yeah. Um, but that like, was actually made for a TV show, wasn't it? I don't know. It was recreated for a TV show, and people claim that that. Did oh, that. They, they they did recreate it. Mm. So also another wiki I went down when reading about this was that planted memories. You know, oh, false yeah. false memories because if that's such when you have something that says, like even I could say to you now, a, a photograph of a. Giant 160 feet wingspan bird pinned against a uh, barn yeah. with a bunch of hunters standing in front of it. I mean, you could see that so evocatively that you would probably think, remember I've, seeing I've it. I've seen it somewhere. I was, I was browsing through my, exactly. all my weird internet searches and somehow it popped up. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but look, the reality is... Yeah, it's, the thing that I do like about evidence, this one here, so like uh, birds travel on updrafts. Um, and c- storms create a lot, of, a lot of updrafts, so that's probably what's updraft. Wo- so that's probably what <laughs> I like that, but I didn't want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! Um, but yeah, so birds uh, go on updrafts, and with storms, there's a lot of updrafts. So you'd see a lot of birds fly, in, and then a storm would follow them. Right. Um. So probably that could be where 
the storm bird. So this is the thing. So when you when you see something in tandem with something, you think it's causality. Yeah. You know, you think, Correlation does not equal causality. Yes. Were we watching the same thing? No, what were you watching? I don't know. I, you know I only watch hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in, Al. Uh, I think that I also like hentai, and also I give this an evidence of... Now, I'm going to say this evidence is because I... I I'm sorry. This is like one of the first conversations I've had today. And you say that every single episode. I know, but I don't talk to a lot of people during the day. Jeez, I'm very lonely. Um, I My evidence score here is based on what I actually believe as well. Mm. And so I'm giving it an evidence of six. I give it an evidence of six as well. Yay. Oh, Jesus, thank God. I don't want to. I don't want to defer to you today. There'll be no deferring here today. Nah, I'm a bit sick, so I can't. I don't think I'd be emotionally able to handle being called an idiot who can't wipe his own arse. <laughs> uh, especially if you're having bad poos if you're sick. Um, <laughs> put that image in your heads, ladies and gentlemen. My poos especially are solid. If you're considered dating uh, Mark Jago. Anyway, here is cool. Sounds like the underwater panther just got loose. Oh, I have a weird relationship with this creature. What did it make you do? Uh, <laughs> no, it's just, I love it, but then I'm like, at the heart of it, it's a large bird. And you know how much I hate things that are just larger versions of other things. What? We gave the Loveland frog a fucking eight because it's just a big frog. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's a goofy thing. Like, it is. It walks with a weird gait. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> but, um... If you haven't heard that episode, go back. It's, it's a gas. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I think it is cool. I do think the whole mythology of the the, uh, the Native Americans liking it and the whole, it invokes a real powerful image of this huge winged creature, mm. like and nature f- bends to its will. But then you read another attack of like a little boy getting like a, a, a fucking rock dropped on his head <laughs> and then flies yeah. around and like, who fucking spoils it? Um, I mean, but uh, even if you just think about birds, I used to, I actually, I'm not even sure what my stance is this. I probably could have said something different on an earlier podcast. But I used to not be mad. It's like, say, our good friend David Attenborough on one of his many documentaries, say, if birds came up, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not into this, mm. you know. Uh, but And I actually, do you know what? Yeah, I still feel like that. I'm not that into birds. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm, I love birds now, but I don't. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not that into birds. I'd be like, yeah, I sort of think I would be the same. But then now, when as you said, I'd be like, no, I told you not. One of my favorite things of going to the zoo is going through the bird thing, and they're all flying around you, looking mad weird. Because there's so many different variations of birds. Yeah, like there's ones that have like big fucking ball necks. Yeah, and there's one that have like big fucking ball tits, and <laughs> you know, like and they have like weird different waddles and different like uh, cra- crests, and they're all mad colors. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I like that, but I, but I, uh, we, we, we forget because we, uh, we've not been victim of it, but birds are way better predators. Than fucking like lions. Actually, fuck it. Do you know it? I hate birds. Fucking seagull stole a uh, hash brown, a McDonald's hash brown at my hand going to work one time. Fuck them. Zero. It's getting zero. <laughs> Out of your hand. Out of my hand. Yeah. I was walking into work fucking hung over to bits. Mm. And then this fucking giant white bitch of a seagull flew down, stole it right in my hand. And it laughed as it went away. It's like, <laughs> I'm so angry. I, I had a similar thing with a swan when I was eating falafel. Yeah, but stole your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Big wing around. 
Um, yeah, okay, zero. But I love eggs. Yeah, but poultry's not birds. Let's let that sit. <laughs> oh, it's so confusing. So, Jago, with all of our prep for Electric Picnic for our live show down there, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the time to put together a little trailer. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some online spooky stories. So consider this a double freaking counter. Um, and, of course, we'll give our scores at the end and then go into our regular submitted freaking counter. But this is a scary story called, also called The Birdman. Mm, we've had him before. We have. And this is not the Birdman of, the local Birdman of, uh, of Kulak. This is a different bird, man. It was late at night, and I looked around my dark room. I was surprisingly awake for the late hour. In the corner, I saw a strange shadow. It looked like that of a human being, but somehow the face was all wrong. As I stepped out of the dark corner of my bedroom, I saw why. Its face was something of a mix between bird and man with an elongated and sharp mountain nose. But unlike a man or a bird, there was only black depth where his eyes should be. Like the part of that was just skeleton. Despite the being's lack of eyes, it seemed to stare deep into my soul, almost as though it, as if it was reaching into it. I woke up with a start, just a dream, I thought. I looked around my room. There was light spilling in from the stove light in the kitchen. I could clearly see that there was nothing out of the ordinary in my room. I turned back to the door and what I saw reflected in one of my poster frames made my heart stop. There it was, staring at me with the same way it had in my dream. I looked back towards the door quickly and breathed a sigh of relief when I saw nothing there. I again turned back to my door. His reflection was still there, but this time it had moved closer. Figuring it was just an overactive imagination from the dream, I closed my eyes and fell back asleep. When I woke up in the morning, I was exhausted, as I'd been tossing and turning all night, and Jago made a little wanky noise, sound, or hand gesture. Although my dreams, all through my dreams, the Birdman had not left me alone. Oh no, oh my god. Okay, just... Gotta play this play this song again one more time. When I woke up in the morning I was exhausted, as I'd been tossing and turning all night long. All through my dreams the birdman had not left me alone. I got up and went to the bathroom. I turned on the sink and splashed the water on my face and I was finally able to blink my eyes open again. I looked in the mirror. He was there. Behind me. I pinched myself to see if I was dreaming. Ouch! I cried in pain. Maybe it was just a phantom image from the dream last night. I tried to go about my day as normal as possible. But every time I looked into a rec- reflective surface, he was there. This has been going on this has been going on for a whole year. Every night I dream about him. Every day I see him in my reflection, coming closer and closer each time. Even getting closer, his face was still difficult to describe exactly what I was looking at, as if the birdman was still far away. The last time I looked, he was right behind me. This was this morning. Not only did I see him, but for the first time I could feel his presence. Right now as I'm typing this, I can feel him behind me, steadily coming closer. I set up a mirror by my computer. Maybe I should look at it right now. Maybe.
Oh, fuck that. What? Fuck that story. That story's, yeah, it's a source. It's because you're typing and you're like, oh, if someone's reading it on the yeah, dark Yeah, fuck night. that guy. And fuck me for not having something for you beautiful, no, beautiful people. You've worked so hard on any previous uh, media things. They do take too long for such little payoff. But anyway. Whoa! Your lip pre Sean was fucking a banger. Yeah, no, everyone loves it. I know what goes down well. Look, I'm not. I'm. I'm just not. Feel, I'm not feeling very well. <laughs> Listen, we'll forgive Tony for his lack of media this this week. Thank you, guys. Um, Listen, Alan, edit it. So, if you fucking ever do that again, <laughs> I swear to God, I swear. Sorry, Jacob. look at me. Look at me. I can't. All I can see is black, dark holes. But yeah, I know you're <laughs> staring into my soul. Um, all right, Alan, you can edit back in now. I know. Um, I that didn't help. How cool I think this thing yeah, is, but right, I also time. still think it's quite cool, and I've given it a score. No, do you know what? Not anymore because it is a fucking bird. At the, no, do you know what? I don't know. It's massive. Oh my god, we, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Your brain's all over the. I'm all over the place, Jago. We're just excited about our live show and next picnic that is going to already have happened by the it's time it's going to have already happened. And um, do you know what? I'll give you my score. I give it a score of five. Okay, thank you. Yes, I also. I was going to give it a score of six. Don't do it. But I will defer to you. <laughs> I defer to you. You have made such a compelling argument. I defer to you. I'm so dumb. I can't even wipe my own ass. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I can wipe my ass. Well... I defer to you. Okay, so you can't wipe your ass. I can't wipe my own arse. Um, right, so that is it. So that gives it a score. A final score of... So hang on, we give it a cool of five. Oh. Uh, we gave it a evidence of six, a fighting of nine. And let's get the Premier Crip up. And Ben Clifford, little little winky, thanks very much for the old, yeah. uh, the old Premier Crip, and it was very nice to meet you. Final scores are... Twenty. Twenty. Which is fucking high, my friend. Oh, and twenty again. Twenty again. For our second chest we opened there. So twenty puts it in uh in line. So it puts it in um what's it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleventh place. Oh, okay. So we're actually getting pretty stacked at the top. We're getting very stacked. So even a score of twenty can't get you into the top yeah, ten. Jesus. We still have cracking at twenty six. Then Nandy Bear, who we fucking fell head over heels yeah. for in twenty five. Uh, Tastes like Nandy. Just like Nandy. And the Chidori twenty four. But it's in close company with the Mukele on Bambi. Yeah, we do love him as well. And uh the Leprechaun is uh, is ahead of there and the Dubber Coup. So just below the Thunderbird, the Fianaga. Nice. So there you have it. The Thunderbird doesn't quite make it into the top 10, mm. even though it's a 92 fucking foot bird. <laughs> That's how stacked the Premier Crip is right now. Um, and you know what? I think we've learned a lot from it. Let's break this off with an actual freak, freak encounter. encounter. No matter what they do. Freak Encounters. <laughs> oh, brilliant. 
So here we go. We have a freak encounter sent in from friend of the show and friend actually of myself and uh, and Jago, Amy Brennan. Thank you very much for sending this in. Uh, and I have it here. Oh, you have it here, Grand. I have it here. Um, and here we fucking go. Fuck your fake bird, man. Okay, here we go. Thank you for sending this in, Amy. I moved in with my husband, then boyfriend, in 2013. The house has been in his family for more than 100 years. His great-great-grandfather got it as service in the war. Soon after moving in, I started waking up in the middle of the night. I would be woken up because there was a... (gasps) I would be woken up because there was a man standing in the doorway of the attic bedroom. This would happen two or three times a month. The figure of the man would wake me up and give me a horrible fright. The man himself wasn't a menacing presence, though. My husband told me I was dreaming and imagining it, and one night we were in his, with his family and I told the story. His older brother then said it used to happen to him when he slept in that room as a kid. Fast forward to November 2017. This was still happening two or three times a month. I was working at a very old venue in town. The owner of the building told me a man was coming in to clear the place. I thought he meant, you know, furniture. Uh, Turns out this guy was a clairvoyant and was clearing out the energy of the venue. I was walking the man uh, to the front, front door after he finished. As I was saying goodbye, he turned to me and said, Don't worry about the man who visits your room. He means you no harm. At this stage, it was safe to say my stomach fell out of my arse. He went to describe the man in detail, told me his name was Thomas and loads of other details no one else could know. After I called my mother-in-law and asked her if she knew a Thomas, she told me Thomas was her grandfather, who originally got the house of service in the war. He still wakes me up two or three times a month. Oh! That's a bit scary. That's savage. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for sending that one in. If you would like to send in your freak encounters, please do at sexybeastpod at gmail.com or Instagram at sexybeastpod. Um, we have to thank Ashling for all the artwork she's been doing. Ashling, you're fucking smashing it. Mm. On, and based on very, very little information that <laughs> yeah. we give you, uh, having to trawl through crazy deviant art images of crazy things just to find a reference point, we really do appreciate the, the work you're going. And I think the fans appreciate it too. Mm. Mark Jago, tell me this and tell me no more. Do you have some mayhaps Native American proverb you'd like oh, to close Oh, I do. It's a dark one. It's a one. It's a forewarning about our future, if you must. Okay. Not mine, personally. You, personally. No. Oh, God. Uh, Tony, I will speak to you uh, next week, or probably later after this. Uh, only when the last tree has died, the last river dried up, and the last fish been caught, we will realise we cannot eat money. Oh, you got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Oh, are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, says that Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could uh, come at me with a Bigfoot dick and Loch Ness Monster pussy? Hey, hey, sexy beast. This has been the Head Stuff. This has been a production of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. I can't believe we spent fucking 10 minutes looking at bird erotica. Um, <laughs> you can keep that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll never know why, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But that's what happened.
Could you send me that uh, bird erotica just for uh, research purposes? Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see, man.